The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to the show, and yet another beating by the Indianapolis Colts, 44-27, causes someone to lose their job. (laughs) Guess who? That and more here on show 563. Right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have, well, the gig is up for Paula Gunther. We're going to hit on his departure from the Raiders and a few uh, a few comments about his tenure here. We'll hit the pregame for the <laughs> butle- boltless, nutless, chargeless chargers. We're playing them again, and we barely beat them the last time. We're going to hit about this game. Of course, we're going to do the post game for My Blue Ponies. The Indianapolis Colts uh, came into Las Vegas and put a shellacking on the Las Vegas Raiders. That, you know, it could have been a closer game, but it ended up to be a game of buffoonery and jokery and lost chances in a must-win game. Ugh. That and the bone line, your comments, which are way more important than my comments, should wrap up the show. So without any further ado, let's get to it. Well, on an otherwise beautiful Las Vegas afternoon, Las Vegas Raiders were defeated by the Indianapolis Colts and Philip Rivers, who hates us, who uh, makes no bones about hating the Raiders. Um, and it really blows, literally, huge chunks, uh, watching him laugh and giddy on the other side. I can't stand Rivers. He's a whining biatch. Uh, and we let them get off the hook. The Colts are a good team. Top five defense, no doubt. But I thought we had a top five offense. So what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> the Colts ran the ball for 200 plus yards. Yeah, they did. They had one running back with 150 yards. Boy, how can you win a game when they're gashing you for 20 and 30 yards at a clip running the football. We were more than Swiss cheese. We were a turnstile for the Indianapolis Colts running game. And of course, that opened up the passing game. But it was just the running game that you... I just sat there and watched the game and could not believe that the Raiders could not even slowed down the Colts running attack. I mean, not even slow it down. (laughs) I mean, I know I wasn't the only fan wondering where the defense is, where the defense went. Now, we lost Farrell early in the game. No excuse. We shouldn't be... 
No team is gassed like that on a regular basis, and we've been gassed like that on a regular freaking basis. Our defense gave up this game big time. The offense couldn't get the ball rolling, couldn't move the ball um, as much as we tried. We tried to the tune of 20 points, and then the last seven were garbage time, and you know what that means. Useless, wasted time. They let you run down and get a score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big deal. The score was truly 20-44 to 44, um, because the seven points was garbage and garbage time, and you know what I mean by that. Drop passes and unfocused play. The Raiders just look like their typical buffoonery game when they lose these games that are actually winnable. We could have won this game. Could have. We could have beat the Colts. We have the talent on the offense. We just don't have any talent on the defense, so it appeared. The offense sputtered. The defense just gave it up. You might as well not even have. You should have taken three players out there for those defensive series. We'd have done just the same. (laughs) The Colts had our way with us, and it was not even funny. Matter of fact, it was funny to their coach, who was giggling the whole half of the second half of the game. Chuckles and smiles and slapping high fives because they knew the Raiders had no answer for their run and it was on. And their analytics uh, analytically got us, if you know what I'm saying. The Raiders gave it up and then uh, with their heads held low and their spirits crushed, You could see it on the sideline. It was an incredibly hard game to even watch as a fan. I cannot stand when I know we have a better team and they crap all over the field, all over themselves, that is. And that's what this game was. And it was enough to cause finally this much time into the season We finally realize, well, let's get into the next part of the show because uh, this game, I mean, it had just nightmare written all over it. Our special teams just sucked. I mean, they run the ball out from the end zone to the 30 every time. I mean, where is our special teams? Uh, Special needs teams is what I call them this week. Incredible loss. Incredible lack of focus. For this team. I mean, they looked like they had just got out of bed, came to play this game half-ass, and then go home. The Raiders should have put up a much bigger fight against the Colts. But, uh, well, that's the way it goes in NFL football. If you're not playing, you're losing. And we didn't come to play. And we lost. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, I guess it's time for Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead, Randy. (laughs) It has to be. Let's hear it. Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead. Witch, old witch, the wicked witch. Ding Dong, the wicked witch is dead. In a brutal season of defensive mishaps, the Las Vegas Raiders have finally seen the light to open the door, to kick out the ass. 
of Paula Gunther. And, you know, let me just go on to say, it's not just me that's been calling for his firing for the entire season. It's not just me that sees his ineptitude in many defenses. He had one good game, and I really don't know if he did it or he called for help or whatever. The Kansas City Chief game, because he was on the edge of getting kicked out on that game, and that saved him a few more games, unfortunately for us. From that time on, the buffoonery continued with lapses in coverage, lapses in everything, but the biggest lapse we have seen all year in consistent fashion is the running attack of other teams just incredibly blows us out. Now, the uh, Chiefs don't have a great running game, but they have a running game. They didn't get going. So I don't understand that part of the defensive calling from uh, Paula, but that's okay because Paula is gone. Paula took her dresses and her hats and her fine shoes and left the building. Thank goodness. Now, when they brought in Ron Marianelli, I said this when he came in. If you remember the show, I said, this guy can call a defense. We needed him from last season. I mean, I couldn't believe Paula made it this far, but he must be really good friends with uh, with the coach because it seems to me like friendship won over production. I never want to see that again. I would rather have Gruden hate his defensive coordinator. I mean, absolutely hate and despise him and us have a great defense. That's okay with me. Good offense, good defense, hatred between defensive coordinator and head coach. Good thing. I don't care. Because the friendship thing did not work for the Las Vegas Raiders. Not this time at all. And the fact that he's calling Gunther a great buddy and a good close friend does not make me feel any better. To me, that feels like he was holding on to his good friend no matter what happened until he absolutely had to kick his ass out of the building. That's troublesome for me as a fan. Listen, man, this guy, you said it yourself, Gruden, a million times, this is a production business. You either make production or you're out. And Paula was not producing shit. And because Gruden has a guaranteed 10-year contract, he's not worried. You know, they, hey, I don't have to worry. Most other coaches, matter of fact, all other coaches are worried every season about losing their job. But the, our head coach doesn't have to worry about that. He's got 10 years and 100 million reasons not to worry. That worries me on situations like this and these personnel moves that he refuses to make because he doesn't have to worry about losing his job. What kind of horse crap is that for this organization? Short-sightedness, as far as I'm concerned, as a fan, you don't hold on to your friends. You let them go when production is missing. And boy, his defense has blown since he was here, except for one game. One game. I, I don't know. I don't see how they kept him. I don't see how they continued to 
to hold a blind eye to his ineptitude because it was all over the field every Sunday and on Monday, by the way. So I don't, I don't really know why Gruden held on to this bonehead for so long other than his, it was his friend. That's how it appears to me. And I think that's horse shit. And I think they should nip that. Mark Davis should pull, call him in the office and say, no more friendships uh, in this league, son. You hire people, you fire people on production, coach. That's how it should be. And that's how it wasn't for us. Because we have suffered with this bonehead for way, way too long. And I know the Raider fan likes to fire everybody or hire everybody. But uh, no, this has been long and painful for everyone involved. Evidently, finally, for Coach Gruden to let go of his good buddy. Unfrickin' believable. And I preface this, uh, and I know this to be true and factual. And I will back up my factual um, argument with the Raiders' own podcasts with Eddie Pascal, who sounds like a 10-year-old trying to do a show. Now, if you listen to this last podcast with Eddie Pascal, it was like an emergency Raider podcast because they shit-canned the defensive coordinator, which should have been gone. But instead of saying that, you know, he didn't do his job, or Eddie Pascal goes on this fucking rant of... Oh, you know, I know you guys are hurting him on the internet. A lot of you guys are heartless. He was a good guy. And, you know, we really can't, we have to give him his kudos and all kinds of other horse shit, which you don't get anywhere else. Because he was Gruden's good buddy. He wants to let him down softly. Well, I say bullshit for all those people paying Huge money for tickets. Thank goodness no one saw that game because it was disgusting. And thank goodness no one's seen a lot of these games that the Raiders buffoonery has showed up in. Because it's just been a joke on the defensive side of the ball. It's a complete joke. And Eddie Pascal, you can choke on all that crap that spewed out of your pie hole. Because as fans, we're not dumb. We're not blind. Matter of fact, we're probably the smartest fans in the league of any football team. I can tell you that as a fact because I've talked to many other fans, so-called fans, just like you guys have. It was time for Paula to go, and he was not. So the fact that the apology parade came out right after firing tells me everything. Everything. Every other team has nothing to say. Oh, no comment, no comment. Because they don't want to say anything. Because the the words are already written in the production of this coach, or lack of. So good riddance, Paula. You might have been good friends with John. I hope that didn't keep you here longer than necessary. But I'm afraid that that's the case. And I hope that that shit, bullshit doesn't continue in this organization because we just can't have it. And so Rod Marianelli, when he first came here, I knew he'd been a coordinator for the Cowboys, and he's done a pretty good job. He did a pretty good job there too for the Cowboys. So 
We don't know who our real defensive coordinator will be. I'm sure if Rod turns things around, he might be it for a while. Uh, rumor is Wade, old Wade Phillips, wants to come back here and coach this team. Um, there's no doubt about that. But uh, I don't know if Wade would be a good pick for this team. I think we need someone cooler, someone younger, someone more on the edge, cutting edge of this sport. You know, these old coaches rolling through here are fine, but the game is changing as we speak. The, the offenses are prolific and the defenses are stifled by rules and regulations. And so it's become a sling fest. The NFL is a passing league, yet is it? Is it? I don't think so. I think that's a bunch of buffoonery that is pushed by other teams. But because as far as I'm concerned, it's still a running game. Ask Tennessee Titans if they like the run game. That's right. Because the run game still, after all the the league changes and the rule changes, the running game hasn't changed. That game is consistent and true if you have it. And it obviously opens up the passing game. It works perfectly for our team. So I'm okay with that. But, man, you got to have players on the field doing their job and Uh, Trent Brown came back for this game and uh, did okay, but, you know, Josh Jacobs is hurt and whatever. I know our defense failed miserably to even slow down the Colts. They, They ran up and down the field like it was not even a problem. We don't, we can't close off the edge to save our life. I can't count the number of edge rushes we had in this last contest. And there was no answer, Paula. That's why you're going home to sit on your couch and not coaching in the league. At least not now. Paul Gunther never had a winning defense. Never had top 10 defense. Uh, I don't know why he came here. Must have been a friend thing. I'm glad he's gone. Good riddance, Paul Gunther. And uh, Eddie Pascal, bro, grow up. Grow some hair on your face. Uh, before you start spouting the company line of horse crap, because uh, the Raider Nation, bro, we ain't buying it. And I don't know who the heck you think you are, Eddie Pascal, but you blow as a podcaster. I've heard a lot, but I cannot stand to listen to you. You sound like a 10-year-old, bro. And that is all I'm going to say about that. The autumn wind is a Raider. All right, it's time to move on to our next game because it's coming up in a few hours, believe it or not. Yes, the short week is here. Raiders are playing on prime time. Oh, my goodness. Lately, it hasn't been the very best. And this week, I don't think it's going to be the very best either. I'm going to tell you why. You know, it's kind of funny, but not real funny. As a Raider fan, we used to own primetime. The Raiders were the king of Monday night football and any other special occasion. We were all over it. And we were always on the W side on the predictions. We were kings of primetime. Well, now we're queens of primetime. You know... We have not been able to put together a primetime contest other than the Chiefs, and that wasn't even primetime. 
I'm just saying, bro, we haven't had a primetime team yet this season. And I'm tired of it. Last year either. Every time we're supposed to show up for primetime, we look like clowns. And I expect not much less from this game Thursday against our vaunted rivals and division rivals, the chargeless, boltless, nutless Chargers. Now, even with Anthony Lynn on his way out the door, because they've already talked about losing him, he's probably going to get fired. He looks like a coach is getting ready to get fired. His team's not doing too bad. Uh, As a matter of fact, he's got way more talent than he knows what to do with, and they're not winning enough as they should be, because I think they have a hell of a team, and they're just not getting it done. It's just a matter of time (laughs) before they wake up which could be this Thursday, I would doubt it not, because it's prime time. And they won the last game against, guess who, the Falcons. They beat the Falcons, barely, but they beat them, unlike us, that got thumped by the Falcons. That says a lot about your team, man. This, <laughs> I cannot believe you lost that game still to this day. And not only lost it, we got embarrassed. By one of the worst teams in the league, just like the Jets. So we're not ready for prime time. We're not even close to ready for prime time. And Thursday, don't get your hopes up because I'm telling you, my prediction is we're going to get pummeled by the Chargers. And I, I hate to say it, but here's why. We're going to get pummeled because their defense, unlike last time, is healthy. And that is going to be a big, big, big difference with Joey Bosa on the field. And who else is going to be there? Nassar Adderley is going to be there. Casey Howard's going to be there. Uh, Rashawn Jenkins is going to be there. Kenneth Murray and Denzel Perryman will be there. And Kazir White will be there. And the... They'll all be there in defense. Their defense is very strong, very good, and very apt to cause turnovers, which they did against the Falcons, and they will against the Las Vegas Raiders. I would love to have a different take. Now, if Rod Marinelli can pull a miracle together in three days, you know, kudos to him. But I don't believe we have enough time to change the defense to make it any better than what it's been, at least to our last couple games. The offense needs help too. And even though we had Bent Brown back, we could not run the ball because Jacobs is hurt. Let's go over the injury report right now for this game. Moreau, uh, um, concussion. Jacobs, ankle. Abrams, concussion. Farrell, shoulder. Arnett, concussion. There's a whole defense. Whole defense is injured, really. Because I'll tell you who we don't find in this Raider defense. The middle. The middle of the line is just, it's pathetic. There's no push, and there's certainly no stop in the run because the last game, they run right off tackle, and they buried us. Then they ran over the edge. Then they ran to the left side. Oh, and then they ran to the right side. There was no side 
that was harder than the other side. They were all Swiss cheese. And, you know, we were exposed for the horrible tackling game that we have. And that's been going worse every game for the last three games. Our tackling is a joke. We cannot tackle for crap. Now, I do like Abrams because he's a missile, but he's hurt. And so is Arnett. I like Arnett. They have to learn how to calm down, tune it down, do that hard hit when they can, and then learn how to not get hurt hurting someone else. Because it seems to me like these guys are off the field and whoever they hit's playing still, even the same game. So these guys got to learn how to play football a little safer for themselves and for the team because we really need them out there to do their job because Arnett is a good cover and so is uh, Abrams when he's focused. And lately he's been more of a hitman on the run game and he's left his receiver open a few times. He needs to work on his defensive back position more than the running position. And that's my two cents. I love seeing him come and blow up people, but he really needs to keep that pass from happening because that's his job. And the job of the defensive line is to stop the run. And it's not happening. I don't know about our interior linemen. I think that they are all a bunch of popcorn farts as a draft. I don't have much confidence in our defensive line whatsoever. We need some help up there. And like I said, I don't know if Marianelli is going to be able to fix these guys in three days. So I'm calling for an L against the Chargers. I just don't think we have enough gunpower. I don't think we have enough manpower. And I don't think we have enough skill power. We don't have enough power and the willpower to win this game. I don't know if it's there. Maybe it is. I'll have to see first because the last few contests are lacking. They're lacking. They're lacking in winning. The defense gets tired. The offense gets tired. We get a couple injuries and we go down. That's it. End of game. So their defense is formidable. We have Keenan Allen, which chewed us our last time. I mean, come on. Hunter Henry's no joke. Mike Williams catches balls. Justin Herbert is a great young quarterback who will be here to bother us for a long time. He's a strong-armed kid, and he's got it together, and he's going to be problems for us for a long time. Austin Eckler and Gabe Neighbors, I expect, and Justin Jackson to run the ball crazy Thursday. They're going to run the ball all day. That's what they're going to try to do. I hope we can stop them. But, um, I mean, come on, man. Unfreaking believable our team at this point of the season. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyrod Taylor comes in for a couple of rounds just to cap it off to the end of the game. I. I know I'm sounding a little defeated, but it is how I feel about our team this season, right now, in this part of the year. When we should be turning the heat up, there is no heat under the pot. The fire is out. It seems to me 
The last three contests, I mean, that's, the last game was a must win to get into the playoffs, and we couldn't even muster up a decent game. I am so tired of this time of the year. I'm going to go on a rant here because I'm freaking sick and tired of watching the Raiders at this time of the season. Just run out the year with a bunch of, oh, we won against the worst team of the year. Oh, we got a victory here when the other team didn't need to win a game. And, oh, we squeezed out another win with a team that didn't need it. That's the season I cannot freaking stand. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. We've been going through these seasons for freaking ever, it seems like to me. And this is just another one. Another one of those seasons where, oh, we have promise, we have promise. Oh, we have six wins, seven wins. Oh, now we have four losses, five losses, six losses. Oh, wait a minute. Seven losses. What the hell, man? And I just don't see things turning around at this point in the year. I think everyone has mentally checked out on the Raiders team because it is this time of year and they'll go ahead and go through the motions for the next few games because I just don't see the urgency in anybody. I don't see it in any way, shape, or form. I don't see it in play on the field. It just blows me away. We look like we can make a run And just when you think you can put your foot in the bath, an ice cube floats by. They freeze this team. And here we are as fans watching the rest of the season fumble by, literally. I'm freaking sick of it. So I hope we beat the chargeless, nutless, boatless chargers. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Raiders gather together their finest oomph and put together a team win. We could. New defensive coordinator could make it happen, not in three days, but maybe, who knows. If he does, then he should have helped the team last couple of games because he must have kept his mouth shut so Paula could run the show. But I just don't see much hope for this game, although I am always am. I'm always waiting to see the super freaks come out, which could happen. The Raiders super freak team could come out of nowhere and make me a liar and beat the Chargers on Thursday night. And wow, what a great contest that would be. It would be. It would be. It would be if we can continue that all the way through the end of the season. But consistency seems to be our folly. We cannot keep a good offense or a defense on the field at the same time. This is the folly of all teams that falter at the end of the year. This is us. This is how I see it. And, uh, well, I'm not making no apologies because I'm a Raider fan, and I understand the truth, and the truth is here looking truth us right in the here, face. Truth is here. Truth is here. The truth is here. I said the truth is here. The truth is here. I want more. Give me more. We want more. God damn it. I'm back to demand. We get more. We want more. And that is all I have to say about that.
Get on the bone line, man. Make me feel better about how I think about this team this time of year. Please, somebody, come up with something that's positive and uplifting. Because I'm telling you, I'm furious, I'm pissed, I'm kind of down right now because I see so much more potential, but I just don't see the effort. And I mean the effort in coaching. Not the players are playing pretty good. But I just think the coaching all the way around is uh, leaves much to be desired. And that goes along with special teams, too. Our special teams is horrible. Uh, we need to shit-can that guy as well. So let's see who's on the phone line. And our first caller is my very good friend. She's a great caller, great contributor. I love her as the Fen Fatale of the Raider Nation. Callie in the South breaks it down. Just as you saw it at the end of this contest. What's happening, girlfriend? Okay, so we're sitting here and the Raiders are down, but we really have a chance to win. So I am calling now just to say that we can win this. And I am so stressed about this. I can't even think about us losing this so go Raiders we need to stop we need to be able to stop their run game and that is our problem and if we can't stop their run game then we've got a problem and we need to win this game because we need this win alright that's all I'm going to say Kelly and Sal out I truly believe we were all waiting for the defense to stand tall. I was. I was waiting for some type of change at halftime. I was waiting for some type of change in the defense. But it never happened. There was nothing. Zero. Zilcho. Z-O-R-O. And that's why Paul Gunther lost his job. Thank goodness. It's too long in coming. I'm glad he is out but that's what happened, and we lost, and you know it now. Love the call, girlfriend. Keep calling. And our next caller is my very good brother, is the food stamp raider. He's out of Maryland. What do you got for us, my good raider brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is food stamp raider from Maryland. Uh, I haven't called in a while. I had some losses with Destin family. We did all that, but... Uh, this kid from the coast just ran for like 70 yards on his own, I don't know how many. So I'm not even going to talk about the playoffs right now. I'm talking about the future of our franchise. And the thing is that we are, we're prisoners to the past, and we need to let some things go. And some people are going to be mad at me with what I got to say. But there are two names that should never be brought up when we're draft players in the future, Jack Tatum and, and uh, Cliff Branch. Because these guys, rugs and – 24, busts, both of them, mark it down. Josh Jacobs, fragile. He's not Earl Campbell. He's not a bell cow. He can't run the ball 30 times a game for 16 games. Gruden is the main problem. If he doesn't want to be a CEO and let somebody else call plays, our office is going to be hamstrung. 
and he needs to stop hiring his friends as coordinators like Gunther, because Gunther is a joke. He should be fired today. But um, we got to let the past go, y'all. We haven't won a Super Bowl since January of 84. That was a long time ago. A lot of Raiders fans have come and gone, and we haven't won a Super Bowl since. And those trophies got a lot of dust on them. And until we make a change, we're going to continue to be frustrated. And we're going to see Sundays like this. Uh, much love to everybody. And I hope everybody has a safe and happy end to this horrible year. Food Stamp Raider, out. This is probably one of my favorite calls of the season, bro. You have laid it down very clearly and very clearly exactly what I say. Gruden needs to hire coaches that are of this era. Yes, the running game and passing game is its the same as the old days. No, it's not. I love Josh Jacobs. He's a great kid. He's got a great attitude, but he is not... And I mean not Marcus Allen. And speaking of the past, 1984, folks, get the number. I'm glad you brought this up, bro. 1984, I bet most of you listening weren't even born by then. I mean, I'll tell you, the Raiders haven't been a dominant team in a very long time. And don't give me 2016 because that wasn't dominant. And I got to agree. Jacobs is fragile. Abrams doesn't cover very well because uh, Tatum covered very well. And they were afraid it was a different dimension of the game. Like I said, the rules are changed so defenses can't do anything because they love the passing game. Um, That's this NFL of now. Ruggs is young and coming. We'll see what happens with him. He's got some promise. Abrams needs work. He needs a real good defensive coordinator. Our team needs new leadership. And I'm talking about from where Gruden's sitting because I don't agree with his science of football. He better not bring old Wade Phillips in here because we'll be doing the same thing the Cowboys defense is doing, which is nothing. Nothing. They haven't drafted well either. They're just as shitty as anybody else. And I don't want another retread from another team coming here, an old guy with old thoughts and old plans in a new NFL. We got to find someone with a new scheme. I mean, the principles are true, but you got to see it with a fresher pair of eyes, I think, too. Great call, bro. You bring it all down. Thank you so much for calling in, man. And our next car, my very good brother, as you know, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. What is happening, my good Raider brother? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. We are officially not a playoff team. It may not be over for us, but it's over for us. 34 to 20, seven minutes left. Renfro just fumbled. And what a piss-poor lack of performance by this bogus defense. And that's everybody. Everybody outside of Morrow played like crap. It is officially time that that bum Gunther gets fired. 
And if Gruden's money wasn't guaranteed, all that money that we threw at him for for this, he would be gone too. But he is covered. What a piss poor lack of performance. We make all these running backs this year look like superstars. And it's still going on. And and to be honest, even on the offense, what is with this throwdown passes, these dump off passes, the throwing into double coverage? I mean, we played flat coming out of this in the second half with twenty points. And Abram, I don't care what nobody said, that dude is not good. He may be young, he may be a rookie or second year, whatever you want to call him, but he's not good. He plays boneheaded football. Mullen's even getting beat up today. Like, this is just, this is crazy. We got zero pressure on old man Rivers today. None. Our defense might as well just sat on the sidelines. What a disgrace. So, I mean, it's off the Thursday night. This was a big game for us. This was a statement game for us. I mean, it is what it is. And the way that Miami played today, we may get blown over by them too. So, Raider Nation, that's all I got to say. Piss poor performance on the defense. Gunther's got to go. Gruden, you're lucky that you're covered. But I'm out, Raider Nation, like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think Abrams has a chance. He's young, man. This is actually his first season, so give him some slack. Also, um, I think the only one player who's played consistency is Moreau. I remember him as a rookie. He had great promise, and he got better and better, and now he's a beast. He's a great player. But he gave all the effort. I don't think everybody did. I think our offense sucked, too. I mean, it, it could have been better. Could have been called way better. And and I just think, like you say, Gruden's just got a free pass, bro. He's just kicking back, getting his $10 million a year and taking that money and kind of doing an okay job, but not worried about his job. He's not worried like you or I would be if we didn't perform at work. Anybody working that did a shitty job, be worried about their job, but I ah, know. I got... What, I got eight more years at $10 million a year guaranteed? No one's going to fire me. No one will. We can just hope that he sees the insanity of a football in 1980 being played in 2021. Because that's what we're seeing. And it's not a bad plan. It's a bad plan if you don't have the players. It's a bad plan if you don't have the talent. It's a super bad plan if you don't have the staff. And that's where we are. We are um, never going to the playoffs this year. We do not deserve to go to the playoffs this year. uh, Because it would just be a lesson in humility, a beatdown beyond performance, beyond, (laughs) beyond laughing, actually, uh, no, I'm good. Let's just get this season over so we can start over next year and hopefully get an offensive-minded coach as well and shit-can Greg Olson and get someone with some imagination and some pep that can talk to the players in the same decade. 
Good call, bro. I agree 100%. Do you smell some cheese? Well, I do. I smell the Cheesehead Raider. He's coming from Wisconsin. What you got for us, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. Uh, We've got five minutes and 22 seconds left in the game, and there is no miracle in the Meadowlands here. The Raiders have got their ass handed to them. We knew looking at the schedule, this is going to be probably one of their tougher games, but that's not even the point. This is not about the Indianapolis Colts. This is about the dead, I quit, I've given up Vegas Raiders. There is no fight. There is no will. You are on the verge with the Miami Dolphins losing, being back in the playoff hunt, and this is the product that you put out there. Win, lose, or draw, tie, however you want to say it, at least fight for everything you get. Take everything there is. And this team does not have it. They are not a playoff team, and they sure the hell are not a championship team. This defense is, I, as far as I can remember, I've been a Raiders fan since I was in 82, I was 12 years old. This is the worst defense I think I've ever seen. We've brought in Rob Marinelli, if that's how you say his name, to help the defensive line. We have no leverage, can't shed blocks. Nobody in the defense knows how to tackle. This sorry, pathetic disgrace of the defense led Jonathan Taylor who's a decent running back, he's not fantastic, he's not a Hall of Famer, run for 7.9 yards a carry. That's eight yards almost each time he touched the ball. It is utterly pathetic in what this defense has done. And then, what is our running game? Big offensive line, what they do? Shit the bed all day long. Secondary absolutely sucks. I know, Raider Greg, you said there's a bunch of talent out there. I don't see any Charles Woodsons. I don't see any Namni Amsuwas. I don't see any Lester Hayes. And I don't see any the original 24 Willie Brown. So maybe it's Paula Gunther. I don't know. But even if it is Paula Gunther, this all falls at the feet of three men. John Gruden, Mike Mayock, and Mo himself. Paula Gunther should have been fired during the break, the bye. This is a disgrace. And this is the Cheesehead Raider, and I am out. Nicely said, my brother. Very nicely laid out. Yeah, you've been a fan for a while. That's when we won our last Super Bowl. <laughs> And our defense was scary. And nobody wanted to play the Raiders. That was the Raider mystique. Keep everybody afraid and just play your game. Well, that those days are over. And they've been over for many, many, many years. Decades. And we still don't have crap. I don't know, man. Cleveland Farrell, number one pick or first pick in the first round. 
Got to give me a break on that one. I'm not seeing it. You know, you could see, you could see that there's some potential in our new draft class. There's potential in Abrams. There's potential in Arnett. Defensive backs tend to take a little longer to get to it. Uh, but defensive linemen, you either know or you don't. You know right away that they're not going to make it. Khalil Mack, from the first game, just got better, meaner, and more more formidable. And we don't have anyone on our off- a defensive line. I think our whole line pretty much blows, except for Max Crosby. Um our interior line is Swiss cheese, too. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Mayock. I don't know if it's Mo, And I certainly don't know if it's uh, Gruden. But they better get together, have some tea, talk it over, and see where they want this team to go. Because I thought we had a direction, but evidently it's the wrong direction. I appreciate the call, brother. And our next caller... The heart of the Raider Nation in Las Vegas. It's Raider Steve. This guy is a great fan, man. His whole family is Raider Nation. I love this guy. What you got for us, my good brother? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Pretty much my worst fear happened today. We lost the Colts. I don't, I mean, like, I don't know what it is about this team, but about Gruden's teams, and I love Gruden. I'm not saying we get rid of him or whatever. Gosh, man, we, we shouldn't lose these games. Like, it just seems like our team runs out of gas at the end, man, at the end of the season. Like, uh, like around eight, you know, ten games in, we start to lose gas, and it's happened every year. And, um, man, it's frustrating. I just, God, so many, and our defense sucks. Like, God, like I, I was on the the Gunther train. Like, come on, man! Like, we can't replace somebody. He's gotta go. Like, this is unacceptable. Uh, Raiders make two great plays every time, and then on third down they give up like twenty yards every time. Man, I, I can't take it. And I called it out. I called it out every time. Like, okay, they're third and fifteen. They're gonna give it up, and then some BS penalty or or some big play. And I know we have some talent, not enough, but God, if we were just top twenty. We would have, you know, we, we could have won that game today. We're we're just terrible on defense, and uh, we need another offensive play play catcher. I, maybe it's Brian Edwards, but you know he's hurt. We need another receiver, somebody who can get it done over the middle. Because I'm tired of seeing all these plays go to Waller or Aguilar, and they're double covered because they know that that's all we're going to do, right? So whatever it is, like it's a trust issue, or those guys are getting aren't getting open. We need somebody else who can handle that. So I say draft one more wide receiving option and then draft all defense because this season's over. Even if we luck into the playoffs, uh, the team that we saw the first, uh, you know, 10 weeks of the season, nine weeks of the season is gone. They're, they're just out of sync or the other teams figured out. Um, I'm going to go home and I'm, I'm just, I'm so upset and down and I, it's going to be hard. I just can't, I hate this stuff. And I wish I didn't care about this team as much as I did. It makes me so down, man. God. Yeah, and it feels like the season's over. Season's over, man. I'll just say right now, even if we make it to the playoffs, it doesn't matter. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. So what's the point? Like, I, I would love to get to the playoffs. Cool. But now we're just going to luck in. It's in someone else's hands. Anyways, I can't take this. I'm so upset, man. And I, I see you next year. 
First, let me say thank you for the call, bro. It's always good because you sound like a real fan <laughs> because we're all feeling the same way. And in perspective, Raider Steve from Vegas, born and living in Vegas, his family is in Vegas, and the Raiders decide to move to Vegas. So, you know, how happy could you be as a Raider fan when the team decides to move to your town? That's crazy. Steve has been on fire, so excited. His family is so excited, and the Raiders finally are there. They're playing there. And then they play like this. Lame. And at this time of year, even if you don't have the ponies to do it, the effort is fully missing from this losing franchise. I, You can tell. The lost tackles, you can tell. This defense and offense, they know the season's over. They're playing like the season's over. And well, if that's the case, the season just might be over. Appreciate the call, bro. And our next caller, one of my very favorite, always brings the wisdom because he is the Raider Disciple. What is happening, my good brother? Raider Nation, brothers and sisters, this is the Raider Disciple. Let's got finished watching that game. And uh, we can say the 2020 campaign is officially over. But actually, the 2020 campaign was officially over after the Kansas City game. Because these guys have not been coherent as a football team since then. So it wasn't just the Atlanta game. It wasn't just last week with the game. It's been since they got their ass. Well, they didn't even get their ass beat with KC. It was a four-point loss. Ever since then, they went into a shell. I don't know. All I got to say is, is when on their last game, when you have three goose eggs on that scoreboard, Paul Gunther had better be on the first thing out of Vegas smoking. Matter of fact, give him his EBB cards now because that defense is pure trash. There is no killer instinct on this team. I don't know what happens when December gets here. These boys just pack it up. They're just trash, man. The whole – it just looks terrible, man. You know what? I would rather you guys forfeit the last few games than, than get out there and embarrass us. Ready to disciple, man, until next time. Well said, bro. That's well said because after the Chiefs game, every one of us was expecting that effort. And it didn't show up. Shit, it didn't show up anywhere. There's no effort in this team. The offense is wobbly. The defense is wobbly. Uh, car, happy feet car. Uh, loss of, I don't know what. In this last game, we had the big man, uh, Trent Brown, and we still couldn't run the ball. I I just think we are so over our head. We need to stop. I think that's a great idea. Just forfeit the rest of the season. Don't pay these guys. And uh, let's just start over next year. Give them something to think about. I wish we could just do that. But we can't. We're going to suffer through... You know, the rest of the season. I hate this time of year. I can't stand it. I hate December. I've hated December for years. Decades, really. Because we just can't. 2016 was my last ray of hope. Even though I really wasn't that hopeful because I knew our team wasn't that strong. But we had some wins. We were making it happen. Well, 
I have I just can't believe we don't have a team or haven't had one dominant team in all this time. A dominant defense, dominant offense, something. We have had nothing. That goes on the coach, and that's what I'm saying. Love the call, bro. And our next caller is out of Chicago, Illinois. Raider Kevin's in the house. What do you got for us, my good brother? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Kevin outside of uh, Chicago, Illinois. Calling you, giving you a shout-out after the Colts game I just witnessed. Very frustrating. Lots of thoughts. Uh, I know everyone doesn't like Derek Carr is going to say, oh, he played terrible. Bad interception in the end zone. I agree. That was not a good throw. Uh, second interception, not his fault. Game was out of hand anyways. But I, I just don't understand how they can – I've been on this earth now for 32 years, and there's no – I haven't seen any improvement in my lifetime in, on, deep, on the defense side of the ball. It doesn't change. Nothing changes. Nothing gets better. It seems like it, it only gets worse. So if the offense doesn't play a game where they – they don't make any mistakes. They don't play a, if they don't play a flawless game, they lose the game. Get three turnovers. Run for a really un- uncharacteristic fumble. But I'm just saying, like, how do you supposed to win these games when you can't stop them? I think they punted one time. They ran the ball. They threw the ball. It didn't really matter. I don't understand, like, what what it is. I mean, I know you're saying to fire Gunther, and I'm not, like, totally against it. And I'm okay with it, I guess. But I think it comes down to players, too. I mean – they're just – they just don't have the right core, and they never have. I don't get it. And I'm not sure what the answer is. I'm just calling with frustration. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the Tennessee game last year where they played pretty well first half. It was tied and all that stuff, and then they just couldn't keep up with them, couldn't even score in the second half of that game, I believe, and uh, went into the halftime tied in that game. So, I was just – I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm even saying, just showing some frustration. And just don't understand how, in, like I said, 32 years of me being alive, uh, I haven't seen a good defense yet. And this is, I don't know, it's the same old story every year. It's just, it's just their their offense, you know, their offense is better now than it's been in a, in a while, in my opinion. But there's no improvement on the defense. So they're making moves. They're trying new people. But it's just not clicking. And uh, guys are wide open for the Colts. They're running through big holes. I just don't know what the answer is. And just frustrated because I was a game. I don't. I don't. I'm not a give up kind of guy. So I know a lot of Raider fans are probably throwing in the towel today. Uh, you win the last three, you still have a chance. So I'm going to say that. That's how I'm going to close. Uh, stay positive, guys. It's really frustrating uh, to watch today, especially. But all you can do is stay positive. No point in being negative. I think if they win the next three, they got a chance. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Well, first, let me applaud your positivity because that's something that's rare uh, for our fan base. There's a few, but mainly because we've been beaten down for longer than 32 years, bro. Some of us have been around for 65, 70 years and witnessed this thing. But we had the chance to see great teams like the teams of the 80s where we had dominant defenses that people were afraid of. I cannot remember a time that our defense was feared. Not in the last two, three decades. That's a long-ass time. We haven't been to the Super Bowl since 84. We haven't won a Super Bowl since 84. We went in 2002, which was a joke because of the way that played out. 
But again, the defense sucks because we have no players, but we really have no coaching. Coaching is supposed to put the players in position. Does not happen. Our offense sputters and flutters because maybe we have an old coach calling old plays that used to work. Maybe we need some fresh eyes on the prize. Gunther's fired, as you guys know by now. Thank God that that happened because, uh, well, it's a performance-oriented business, and his performance was that of a friend, not of a defensive coordinator. Appreciate the call, brother. Stay positive because I'll tell you, even if we won by a miracle the next three games, we'd be out in the first round without a doubt. But I just don't see three games coming up, bro, that we can win. It ain't going to happen. And our next caller from Dallas, Texas, it's Raider Jesse James. Great caller, bro. What do you got for the Raider Nation? Raider Nation, what's going on? What's up, my brother, Raider Greg, Randy? Again, thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to vent. This is Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. Hope everyone's great, doing good in your holidays. Um, I'm not too down. I'm not too down, Raider Greg. We got our butts kicked. And, you know, it was almost the same thing with Atlanta where, you know, we start off and like, wait, hold on. Okay, we start off competitive. Cool. Back and forth. I'm like, man, it's going to go down again. Another nail biter. But here comes the turnovers. And here comes that flat tortilla defense. Um, listen, the reason why I'm not down is simple. Um, in order to make it an NFL, you need to start off with two two things that work together, and that's going to be a coach and your quarterback. And I think we have those, which is uh, the reason why I'm not down. Um, we did throw a pick, and I think every time that Derek Hart throws a little rainbow, uh, there's trouble. I like when he throws his finger more. It's just more accurate. But regardless, it's not car, guys. So stop, stop, okay? Paul Gunther needs to be gone before Thursday night's game. That probably won't happen, but if it does, this team will be a different team on the defensive side. Other than that, man, the defense, oh, God, Littleton overpaid. Yeah, but we don't know, Ritter Greg, until we have a different uh, coordinator on the defensive side. We don't know. We don't know. Um but, yeah, some of the play calling on the offensive side, too, was kind of like, dude, why do we keep running it? If we know they're stopping it, why do we keep running it? We're, we're moving the ball with the pass. But I'm excited for Thursday night. That's going to be a shootout, too, I think. Uh, but, yeah, Paul Gunther, man. Hey, uh, Mike Mayock, you make the call. Let him go. Anyways, uh, happy holidays to all of you guys. Be safe. I am out. Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. I love the positivity in this call, too, because it's true. You know, the fact you have way down, and I'm talking about seriously good fact, is good coaches and good quarterbacks win championships. That relationship has to be. Think about it. Andy Reid didn't make it to the show until he got Patrick Mahomes. The list goes on. I mean, coach and quarterback have to be married together and they have to play well together. Which brings me to the next point, which is play calling on the offensive side of the ball. Now, Paul Gunther's gone. Paula's out of the building. She took her high heels and her dresses and hit the road. Paula, I can't wait no more for you. 
Now Gruden's there. And I, I, I don't know, but for me, I think he's just got a little too much power. I think that someone else needs to step in and say, okay, let's just take a look at the offense and see where we've been blowing it. We put a lot of horses in this offensive team. We put a lot of effort. We put a lot of money. And let me tell you, it's not paying off because I think the offensive play calling is lame. It works sometimes, but not very often. We needed a new offensive coordinator in there to help Gruden with today's NFL, man. What the hell is so hard to see about that? How could you not see that Greg Olson is seriously flawed? We fired him twice. Greg Olson has been let go two times from the Raiders. What the hell is he still doing here? And Paul is gone. I hear we're looking at Wade Phillips. Please, man, let's find some fresh blood here. Let's find some imagination, some coaching ingenuity, some some fresh thinking. Because I swear, that's what's working. That's what's happening. The young, un- up-and-coming coordinators in the league are making good moves, and those teams are winning, man. You don't see a team with a bunch of old-ass coaches on it doing anything. They don't win. It's a new league. We need new leadership. And, uh, well, that's all I'm going to say about that. Love the call, brother. Love the positivity. And our next caller, right out of Minnesota, Raider Tom's in the house. My good brother, great fan, came to the games in Oakland, brought his family. What a fan. What's going on, bro? Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Tom out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Just wanted to call and let you know that that game yesterday was horrible against the Indianapolis Colts with Crimea River. I watched the whole game up here. I'm just disgusted the way our team played. Our defense is horrible. They fired Paul Gunther. Man, that's great. Let's get someone in there who can put together a a workable defense to stop some of these teams. Um, also, the game was just about over. We were we were behind forty four to twenty. I don't see why they didn't put in Marcus Mariota. You see, what we actually got with that guy. The guy's got some legs. He can run. Uh, save save Carr because if you put him in there, it's garbage time and. Don't let, don't let Carr get hurt. Why take that chance? Put in Martin Mariota, and we'll just actually see what we got with that guy. Anyways, I just want to tell you that uh, I listen to your podcast all the time. I'm looking forward to your next podcast. And uh, go Raiders. I'm out. Bye-bye. First of all, great call. Nice to hear from you, bro. It's been a while. I hope your family's doing well uh, because they're great fans. Let me just say that. Okay, back to this team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nobody, and I mean nobody, liked that game because we didn't expect that contest. We didn't expect our team to roll over, and that's what they did. They rolled over. The offense rolled over, couldn't get the ball running, couldn't get the running backs doing anything, which is supposed to be our specialty. Ben Brown's not in shape, evidently, because he couldn't push his way out of a paper bag. And lo and behold, the defense, Paul Gunther, is fired. We have Marianelli, which is a fine stopgap, but no, no, 
We need someone from the college ranks who's fresh, who sees the game, or a young coordinator, maybe a second stint. We got to see some freshness on this team because it's just stale bananas, dude. I can't see it. And the reason Mariota's not playing is because if they let him out there for one play, he gets part of his bonus. And if he gets to play, he makes a bunch. They got to pay him millions probably for one play. They're not playing Mariota unless they have to, unless they want to pay that price because Mariota wasn't cheap and his contract, I'm sure, isn't cheap. And I'm sure the way they uh, they worked that contract out, if he goes on the field, cha-ching. <laughs> Love the call, bro. God bless. And our next Raider brother to call in is Raider Ruben out of North Carolina. What is happening, my good brother? What's up, Raider Nation, Raider Greg? How are you guys doing today? This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in on another sad Monday. Another tough loss. One that we really, 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 really needed. But unfortunately, you know, destiny doesn't have us, you know, going in the right direction right now. You know, our our prayers and answers have been called. We got ourselves rid of uh, Paul Gunther finally and, you know, hopefully that's a positive change in the right direction. Honestly, I kind of think it's uh, Gruden trying to save face. Um, you know, he took away one of the building blocks that Gunther could have used in building this defense in Khalil Mack. And, um, you know, once you take a major piece of your offense or defense away for an incoming coach or coordinator, um, it's kind of hard to, um, you know, rebuild after you lose such a big, you know, key component. It's like, you know, John Gruden coming in and getting rid of Derek Carr and um, instead of going with somebody else at quarterback. You know, a lot of teams go through that. So, um, yeah, I wanted him gone. I'm glad he's gone. But at the same time, in retrospect, thinking about it, you know, once you take a key piece to your, your main, you know, building building block, it's hard to um, reestablish that, and it takes a while, especially when there's such high expectations. But, you know, he's gone. Time to move on, and hopefully we can get ourselves a young, energetic um, coordinator in there in defense that will fire up these guys. You know, we got a lot. We got a young nu- nucleus here, and, um, you know, the, we can only look up. You know, we got some good pieces. Just need a couple more. Um, you know, players here and there. And I think this defense could be uh, elite. You know, one thing I saw, I think it was Ian Rappaport report that $52 million more was spent on offense than on defense. Um, that goes to, back to a call I made earlier in the season um, with Greg when I said that it's time for the Rays to build this defense around this offense. You know, this offense, it's almost at elite status even with all the young talent and the young pieces that we got. But, you know, we show flashes where we could hang in there with, you know, the likes of the Kansas City Chiefs and all the teams like that. You know, we're almost there. You know, we're not quite a dominant elite offense, but we're getting there. And um, it's time to build that defense around this offense. I'll keep on saying it until, you know, it happens. But, you know, there's, we're not going to be seeing the playoffs anytime soon if we can't get a defense that can stop you know, running back 
from getting a first down on the second and nine or, you know, third and 15 or whatever it is. We got to make those stops. And it starts with defense, you know. Like the saying goes, defense wins championships. And I have yet to see that being proven wrong. Um, in most cases, you know, the team with the number one defense is they usually one that is on the top of the hill. So on that note, um, I hope everybody is having a good day. I know it's a sorry Monday coming into work and having this, you know, after a loss, a tough loss like we had yesterday against um, Crimea Rivers. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for the call, my brother. I, I love this call for a bunch of reasons. First of all, he kind of marches through the exact same scenario that I've been saying. We need young, vibrant, fresh eyes on the prize. We need someone who can relate and yet hold hold jury over this entire defense and hold them accountable. There are guys out there that are younger and that are sharp that these guys will respect and that'll be very much closer to their, you know, their generational thing. I, I, I think that's a good, good thing to do. I think it shows. And then our offense, $52 million, bro. $52 million more. And you know what? I got to say, they gave away Cleo Mack because they didn't want to pay him that $38 million uh, salary. And he got it in Chicago. And they seem to be doing okay, but they don't have a quarterback. But um, we couldn't afford it, evidently. So we didn't keep him. So now one of our biggest problems is what we shipped off for our first round, two first round picks. And I don't know if we're getting the money for those two first rounders yet. I mean, we're getting payoff a little bit. But Mac was pretty dynamic, man. And on a defense that is sorry ass as ours, it would have made a humongous difference. Can you imagine having him on this defense? Think about it. And then think about our, our offense has been able to score enough points if our defense would have been able to slow teams down to, let's say, 20 points. We'd be on to the playoffs. We'd be going to the playoffs for sure, guaranteed. But we don't have that. We don't have close to that. And I don't know if it's talent or what. Uh, maybe it's money, but I just think it's not good drafting. I just don't think we've drafted well on the defensive side of the ball because the coach is an offensive coach. Gruden is not a defensive guy. Funny enough, though, when he left the Raiders to go to Tampa Bay, that's why he won the Super Bowl. Not because of his offense. It was because of his defense. Great call, bro. And our next caller is the RVA Raider. What's going on, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Trip, the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. It is Monday after the Colts game. Oh, man, another week, another ugly game, making three weeks in a row here. 
Well, Fear Not Raider Nation, I have some tips on how to get through the rest of the season, just do what I do. About the third quarter, specifically yesterday, right around the time that Carr threw his, I think it's the second pick for a pick six of the day, I went ahead and took a nap. You know, at that point, game was over. Just laid my head down on a pillow, closed my eyes, and I let that shitty game play out without me having to see the rest of it. Man, I'll tell you, just very disappointing. I shouldn't be surprised, though. It seems like we go through this year after year, especially when it seems like there's actually something on the line. Playing against the Colts, I think they were eight and five yesterday, something like that. I mean, the other team in the AFC wild card spot is pretty much must win game. Didn't win it. I don't see the rest of the season going that well for us. In the next four games, honestly, or what is it? The next three games, honestly, I think that uh, I'd be really surprised if they won two of them. You know, I think maybe they can beat the donkeys, but be in the fins and probably even beating the dolts. I mean, don't know that that's going to happen. But uh, anyway, you slice it. I can't see us going into the postseason. So, you know, better to start wrapping your mind around that, everybody, because I don't think it's going to happen. So, too bad, you know, this first year in Vegas, it could have been something special. But, you know, the same old Raiders reared their ugly heads, making mistakes yesterday, plenty of mistakes, turnovers, penalties, you name it. Anyhow, Raider Nation, I'll sign off the way I always do. Everybody be good to one another. Almost here at the end of the year. So, uh, you know, we got that going for us. Anyways, this is the RVA Raider. I'm out. I love your call, bro. It's very well done. (laughs) It's very Raider Greg. Because you just laid it out. And... The part I think is the funniest is the, you know, we're almost there. And this time of the year, we got our hopes up. And then we have our game we're going to play. Now, listen, everybody, listen to this part, because this is my favorite part. We have a game we have to win, we have to win in order to get into the playoff. We have to win this game. And lo and behold, this is the usual result I mean, like in 90% of those games in the last two decades, other than 2002, man. I'm just telling you, man. Uh, It's tough. But don't think we're going to the playoffs, because we're not. And you guys know how to ride this season out, because you have. Just enjoy what we got and see how we can move forward in next year's uh, NFL. That's how I feel. Love the call, bro. And our next caller is the Jersey Boy Raider. Man, you must have had a great time when the Jets beat the Raiders. Oh, almost beat the Raiders. (laughs) I'm sure you got a little bit of heat. What's happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nations, the Jersey Boy Raider. I gave myself a day. I was actually going to call you at the end of the game, but you know what? Uh, I was so, so mad, like we all were. I want to give myself a day. 
yeah, still mad. Just horrible game. Horrible, horrible game. Not at all what we were expecting with an opportunity to take out someone that we needed, a team we needed to beat. And I'm, we, I know it's easy to pick on right now, but guess what, guys? The defense, that was horrendous. I mean horrendous. You couldn't get to old man Rivers? I don't think we breathed on him once. I, I mean, all right, Paul Gunther, gone. All right, look, about time, maybe a little too late, right? But you got to be kidding me. That was, I mean, atrocious. I call him the Paul defense, pass it will. And, and now run it will, raw, right? You can run whatever you want to do, slice and dice it any way you want. I feel sorry for the defense. I really do. I know these guys are professionals. I know they're out there busting their ass and they're going to practice. And I'm sure, believe me. And it sucks. It sucks right now for them. It sucks right now for the Raider Nation. Um, I'm pissed. We're all pissed. Uh, we feel let down. Tough to watch that. But i got to be honest with you. You look at a defense that gives up that many points, right? Now, even when there's a chance with two touchdowns down, Renfro, I love the guy. Great heart, everything. Plays hard. <laughs> That's it. Your ball game drops the ball right there, or fumbles it on the carpet, and then add insult to injury. You got Richard. Someone had the nerve to say, Cars pick six, cars pick six. I mean, Richard's pick six. Focus, there's no focus, attention, detail. Whether it was Renfro, whether it was Richard, Jacobs, I love you. I know you're playing hurt. Right in your hands. It's those little things there to add up, right? And, and I'm, it's easy to pick on the defense, but even the offense at times, that was unacceptable. Carr had a much better game than Rivers. He did. He looked better. And you know what? I'll tell you what Rivers had the car in, a run game and a defense. And they didn't even breathe on him. Okay, guys, so get off the car thing, all right? Look, Gunther had to go, and, and it's just time now. I don't know what we're going to do, but at some point, players have to execute. I don't care who's coaching, all right? Players have to execute. I'm not seeing it. All right, guys, listen. Love the Raiders. Please go over in black. It's tough right now. Regroup, quick week, got to win Thursday night. Must win. Must win. All right, other than that, Raider Greg, I don't know what to say, buddy. Tough one. Horrible. Jersey Boy Raider out. I love your call, bro. I love how you lay it all out. Yeah, very emotionally, uh, like the rest of us, but dude, yeah, it's not car. I'd like, I, it's Gruden for sure, and Gunther's gone, and I don't even know if we have the, the juice uh, to put in the glass, honestly. I, I just don't know. I don't know if we have the players for it. Uh, we're going to have to take a hard look in the offseason and start filtering uh, what we got to filter. But I, I just don't know about the draft class for the defense. The offense looks pretty good. I'm just still not sure. That, uh, you know, guys like Maurice Hurst are doing it. I'm not sure that we got the right people in the middle of the line, the uh, the defensive line. I, I don't know. Because Martinelli, that was his job. Martinelli's job was the defensive line, and it sucks balls, literally. Footballs. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> this is the Raiders at the end of the season, bro. We've all seen it. This movie has really been played a few times. Uh, so like I usually say at this time of year, and this is usually, you can play this back a million times. 
or at least 550, 63 times. At the end of the year, I always say, well, we just have to ride this out, enjoy the games we can enjoy, look for the good moments, and uh, just see how our team develops. Hopefully we'll see some sunshine. And that's kind of what I'm saying now. So uh, good call, bro. I love it. Go Raiders. And our next call, our next caller is very, very cool, man. I love this cat. It's Raider Malik out of Tucson, Arizona. My good brother. You've got something good for us, I am sure. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Malik from Tucson calling after the defeat against the Colts and Philip Redface Rivers. Pissed. Like everybody else is in Raider Nation. Why did it take so long to see the fact that Paul Gunther needed to leave this organization? We've been averaging 30 points a game from other teams against us for quite a while. The defense looks lost a lot of times. They can't get big stops when they need to get big stops. Guys are open a lot in this defense. And it's pretty obvious that there was a problem. I don't know if it's a pride thing with Gruden. I don't know what's going on. You know, in his presser I was watching today, he's talking about how Paul was a great friend. Whatever, man. You're getting paid a lot of money. You got to deal with that that uncomfortable feeling you have about firing a so-called friend. You got to let it go. It's about winning games. And unfortunately, since we decided to bring him back this year and we didn't decide to cancel his subscription, so to speak, at the beginning of the season, we're in a position we are now. This defense is atrocious. And I'm really tired of seeing guys hurt. Every other play, somebody's freaking hurt, man. I don't get it. Either it's, you know, Mullen again, Lawson again, you know, Farrell went out, uh, and, of course, Abrams, who decides, he keeps thinking he's a, he's a safety that's playing linebacker. you got to be a safety or a linebacker. You can't be both, bro. And to see him get hurt, I mean, it's, I'm not trying to wish, you know, any kind of ill anybody, but you can see it coming. And he needs to decide if he's going to be a linebacker or a safety. If you're going to be a safety, you need to learn how to cover people. I mean, that move that Hilton put on him, it was a basic move. He just made a little quick hitch with him in front of him, and he ran right past him. And I'm just, I'm just tired of having the same excuses every damn year. I'm so sick of it. You know, the offense can score points. That pass he threw to – that car threw to uh, Waller, yeah, it was a little underthrown. That was an incredible interception. By the by, the Colts secondary. I'll, I'll give that up. That was incredible. It was a little underthrown, but still, you got to give them credit. But the fact that they have to score a minimum of 30 points to stay in these games, it seems like, and it's just it's just bad. I mean, if we had a defense that was decent, that was more than just mediocre. I feel like we we have like nine ten wins, man. I mean that's just it's terrible. I mean it, it was great to see Jacobs come back. It was great to see Aglor 
make some plays. Waller makes some plays. Uh, Rugs, uh, they still have to get in the ball and figure out a way to get in the ball. I'm so upset right now. Uh, they had destiny in their own hands, and again, they, they're they're just blowing it. The fact that they're bringing in Marinelli as a temporary replacement. Uh, well, the defensive line really wasn't doing anything anyway, other than Crosby. But other than that, I mean, Rivers wasn't getting any kind of pressure at all, really, to tell the truth. I don't know if he's really the answer. I'm going to say it right now, man. I would love to see Rex Ryan come to this team. I would absolutely love it. I don't think we can get the guy from from the Buccaneers to come. But, you know, Levy Smith apparently is available again. I would love Rex Ryan because he brings that moxie. He's going to get in your face and call you out. Uh, I just we got to have that. And it's, this defense is atrocious, and I'm so disappointed, man. I was so far there for the season, and we just – it's just one thing after another with this team. It's either injuries or just poor coverage. Guys are looking lost. It's really bad when you're sitting at home on your couch and you can see the fact that someone's going to get open before they even get open, and they do get open. Jonathan Taylor running down the field, untouched, wide open, ridiculous. T.Y. Hilton, ridiculous. And the last thing I want to say is something needs to happen in this defense, either the scheming, the culture, the guys cannot tackle. Eric Harris is freaking terrible. He doesn't tackle. He hits and, like, hopes that you go down. He misses tackles left and right. Abrams is getting burned all day long. I love his ferocity. I don't like his idiocy. I'm tired of it. I don't care that he reminds people of the old days of the Raiders. Those days are gone, man. This is a whole new league. We need people that play smart and intelligent and have an IIQ, not people that just go out there and play reckless and just cause penalties and hurt the team. I'm sick of it. Raider Nation, as always, love you all. Go Raiders. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. My brother, what a great way to end this show. I couldn't have asked for a better ending than your rant. It was epic. Uh, Yeah, Abrams is a problem covering. He's a missile. And I love the action. I love seeing him hit. I love hearing it. Uh, At least there's somebody doing something on the defense. I would rather see him hit people than nothing. Because there's really nothing else going on. Mullen, I think he's a good defensive back. I think he plays very well a lot of times. I think Isaiah Johnson has a lot of potential. Look, the defense is leaderless and has been all year long. Just like you said. Gruden should have fired this guy at the end of last season because the defense didn't get any better improvement whatsoever. He got a draft class of good rookies And he's still the 32nd defense in the NFL. So, yeah, the friend thing just flips me out too because $10 million a year, that's what you get paid for. Make those tough decisions so that we can win some ball games. We need someone to light a fire under the ass of these guys that do not tackle or take poor angles. There's got to be consequences for not getting a, getting off of a block. 
what do you just can't do it? Is the guy holding on to you so hard you can't move? That's why Marianelli, he's a good stopgap. I don't want him as a head coach. He's the coach of the defensive line that has been lacking with the exception of Max Crosby. Farrell a couple times. But our defense, like you said, if our defense was halfway decent, we'd be in the playoffs because we put up enough points to because of the $52 million we put into the offense. That's what it's paying for, more production. Well, we need more production out of the defense. It's a bad loss. We got to move on. We got a game Thursday that's very short. Let's hope our Raiders can put it together. And I'm going to say one more thing before I sign out today. I'm going to say this. The Raiders' move to Las Vegas was an epic one. They have a palace of a stadium. It's beautiful. They have the practice facility. They have the support staff. They have the environment and the support of a community. I sure as hell hope that this is not what they're offering to Las Vegas. I hope that there's plans in the future to make this team more dominant on defense and smoother running on offense. I hope that the people of Las Vegas haven't put their money into a bucket full of holes. So I hope someone on the Raiders organization is listening to Raider Nation podcast and hears the fans talking about this team and what's going on. Because I'll tell you what, they're smarter than the organization from what I can see. And, uh, well, long story short, let's just hope that the team can be worthy of the fans in Las Vegas, that can be worthy of the people that are going to show up, spend money in town, and give the people of the town, and not only that, the people of the whole world that are Raider fans, something that they can be proud of. That last game wasn't. So let's do better, Raiders. You know you can, and we know you can. Let's get it done, man, because we're tired of it, I am sure. And I am Raider Greg, and I am out.